Hello boys and girls, welcome back to the Shoots and Jobbers podcast. If you did make it to episode two, congratulations. And if you are new here, welcome to Shoots and Jobbers. My name is Ferg Zadley and of course I'm joined by my boys. I'm last... Tom, what's up? Hello, Thompson Wrestling. Wait, we didn't get cancelled after one episode. Come Wait. on, the boys. Happy second Wait. episode. Episode and of course, I'm joined by Sean Carahart. Welcome to the season it. finale. <laughs> right, and that's it for this we'll week's episode. Next year. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> boys. Right, so, chaps, what did we uh, think of the first episode then? Um, a lot of people at home, they seem to enjoy it. So, thank you, anyone at home, for sort of actually giving us, giving us a time of day to listen to us. Yeah, it seemed like seemed like most of the feedback I saw was positive. I think everyone's kind of enjoying it. People seem to be getting engaged, offering up some ideas about what we can talk about. I think it's going well. Top ten. What about you? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Um, editing it was fairly easy. We didn't really make much mistakes within it, and. I thought our discussions were fine. The only real issue is that at times I would interrupt someone, but that's purely because I'm in another country. So yeah. we're kind that- of out of sync a bit. So sometimes when there's an awkward silence, I'll start talking, <laughs> but someone else has already started talking because yeah. there's a delay I, for me. I saw uh, so that, that was a criticism I got on. That was a criticism I got on one of the, the video I posted on my channel about that so but at the, address that now. at the end yeah. of the day like we are communicating from outside like around the world and and you know that's the joys of technology this podcast wouldn't be keeping you sane for isolation if it weren't for our dodgy uh, zoom zoom skype calls whatever this is anyway so yeah, uh, and, um once we're back in the uk we'll have a studio to record in oh yes. i cannot wait really, i really can't wait studio just know we're gonna get a studio we're gonna have an actual studio soon and we'll and whenever we're back we will have we're all together high quality so don't worry it will get better and you can see us holding hands we might even put a little bit of visual on that you know spice things up maybe (laughs) tom's just giving the funniest face blue money the bank briefcase in the background if you look oh someone might get cashed in on anyway speaking of money in the bank boys Coming up this week or tomorrow or whenever this comes out, we've got Money in the Bank this Sunday. How are you boys feeling about that? I'm so excited. Like I'm actually really excited. Mainly for the Money in the Bank match itself, just because it's so different to anything that's ever done. Yeah, um, definitely. There's, there's a possibility that like Otis could hit the caterpillar on Nia Jax and it's just like ah oh, off off the oh. top of the of the <laughs> of the building as well. Yeah, through thirty four flaming tables and the barbed wire. <laughs> Oh, but anyway, I think... So, I can't wait for the Money in the Bank, but we mentioned, I don't know if we mentioned it in the podcast or if we just mentioned it ourselves, but we did mention the idea of, like, would they do two Money in the Banks banks at the same time? Did we have that idea or did someone see that somewhere else? I think think what it was was Fergus thought they were, and I was like, no, surely they're not doing that. And then, like, on War the next week, they were like, yeah, we're doing that. Or on SmackDown, they said it. See, our fans... Vince McMahon is a huge fan of the podcast, you know? Uh, I'm all for that. We, we did it. Turns out I'm the secret eighth opponent for the, uh, for, for the Money in the Bank. I'm all for it, though. I think it's good to do it that way because if there were two of those matches, how can, like, since it's such a unique match with, like, being in the building and whatnot, how can you put them apart? Like, how can they be different to each other if there was two different exactly. matches? Exactly, yeah. Be, and we can all... They'd be repeating a lot of the same spots... They'd be like the and same we also pace might, kind of thing. So I think it's a lot better we might, at the same time. We might actually be able to see someone like Alistair Black um, hit the Black Master Nia Jax, which would be fucking amazing. I love <laughs> that all we're saying, the only interactions we want is Nia Jax getting beaten up. We don't, we don't care yeah, about the other woman. We just want Nia Jax getting the shit kicked out of her. Oh. Right, anyway, boys, Please, we'll I'm save... In the, I'm in the very small minority of people that actually like Nia Jax. So that might surprise right. you, but I think I think that might be a stun here. Yeah, <laughs> no, Tom, you're the you've got you've got all the subscribers, so we sort of have to keep you here. Uh, anyway, so I think we'll end the show on the money in the bank. Um, so if you yeah, do want to find out the money. Uh, the money in the bank news and whatnot, uh, be sure to stick around till the end of the show. Um, but Sean, what are we what are we going to start on today's show then? So. We're going to start on some just some general news in terms of the releases that obviously happened a couple of weeks ago on Black Wednesday. There was, there was a lot of releases, over 30, and there's been a couple more recently. So 
We've got Bo Dallas has been released. There's also some news about Heath Slater. It's better news about Axel. Uh, so um, Bo Dallas hasn't been actually been released yet. He's a uh, he, he was like the top priority that he could have been released. Um, yeah, no, and like everyone, like they're in terms of releases. Like oh, he, there was just some news around him. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, my mistake, Sean. I'm I'm the jobber here on the Shoots and Jobber podcast. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry to sorry to interrupt, but I'm just reading the notes here. Blackmaster Nia Jax stars clash to Baszler off the roof. Yes. Why is that in our notes? Because <laughs> Why because is that in our notes. I wanted oh to God. give some examples of some possible scenarios that could be hilarious, and Simon off Miller put this, Simon Miller die. put this thing out on. <laughs> Simon Miller put this thing out on Twitter or something where he was saying if AJ Styles does a Styles clash off the roof and suddenly he's on Raw next next week, like what happened, how he how he got buried and then now he's alive. I just saw something like that and I thought, how funny would it be if AJ yeah, Styles he can die, come back to life pretty much? Exactly, and realistically, we don't need another Shayna Baszler push. So if we see AJ Styles, you know. Maybe even hit the phenomenal forearm off the top of the building. Something cool like that. Hit, anyway, he will hit a woman with a phenomenal forearm. I know for a fact he'll try to hit it on oh, someone. Then they'll roll out. He the, will be the then they'll roll out the way. Or he'll, he'll hit Carmella or some shit like <laughs> Stella and Twilight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, dear. Lovely. Anyway, so, Sean Fergus, do you just want to start us off on? Bit of releases about Bo Dallas. Want to talk about that? Yes. He's so not been released. So surprisingly, like everyone thought that out of the releases, obviously it's it's a bit of a shit time. Um, but we sort of thought that Bo Dallas would be one of the the sort of biggest people because he's he's had his run. He had like one of the best NXT runs ever. When he went to the main rush, he got absolutely squashed, and we've literally not seen anything anything at all from him. Like he wasn't. I don't even think he was a twenty four seven champion. That's how like. No, no, he That's was how... a champion once, actually. Really? Yeah, he pinned, like, the Revival at one point, I think. But he literally had... He didn't even have, like, a big run at it at all. Like, there was no... There was nothing at all from Bo Dallas, and, like, he's done so much for himself, and it's it's sort of quite surprising to see that he's well, not been his, released. His career in the main roster, he started out doing the Bo Leave run, where he had a bit of, like, a winning streak going on. Then after that, he kind of faded away after he lost that streak. He was put in the Miz Taraj with the Miz. Oh, I love that. And after that, that they split that. off. And him and Curtis Sykes became the B team and won the tag titles at one point. Oh, from shit. Yeah, the yeah. Ones. They won it from Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. In like a big upset. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe that was it. And then from there, they've lost. They lost the titles. Didn't do anything after. Bo was 24-7 champion. And then mm-hmm. just being jobbers, pretty much. But you know, uh, Bo was great in NXT, like we said. Uh, the Bo Leave run was awesome. I mean, I they came to Abu Dhabi, and Bo Dallas was there. It was for a live event. He was in the Bo Leave thing there, and I was the only one cheering him. It was just <laughs> he was so great. Like that's, that's sick. I I Bo Leaved. But then also one half of um, the other half of B team, sorry, um, Curtis Axel. He was released, yeah. but Bo wasn't. So. He was recently released. Was it like the? It was like a couple of days after we um fin- like recorded the the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Curtis Axel had a strange career in WWE. He did, didn't he? Like he did. He did a lot more than people think. Like he was in the Nexus. He won the tag titles a few times with like David Otunga, I think. Then he was a Paul Heyman guy. Yeah, he Paul Heyman dropped CM and he Punk won the he won the IC title. Axel. He won the IC Ooh, title. Man. He wrestled a singles match with Triple H on Raw. Oh, Jesus. Like, how did he do that much? And, and then after like being dropped from Paul Heyman, he was just a jobber once again, teamed with Bo Dallas, yeah. whatever, whatever. But like he... Like, what a strange run. <laughs> Paul Heyman. It, guy, it, Curtis it, it will be... It will be really interesting to see how many companies sort of jump on these people. Because I know... Um, is it is a, you know, Zack Ryder, Matt, is it Matt Cardona? Um, he's already put his uh, email out on Twitter and socials for bookings. So I, 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 in a way, I don't want to see all of these people go to AEW because I would love to see them do their tour. I would love to see all of them do their tour around the UK. Um, And Curtis Axel, I'd love to see him live um, on like just an indie show. 
And the same with same with uh, Z- who used to be Zack Ryder, um, because I feel like he belongs on the Indies now. Like there's I so think much he can Curtis do. Curtis Axel is really suited for NWA because they're a very like old school like style promotion, True. and he True. and he's like so, he's obviously son of Mister Perfect. Takes a lot from him. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be really suited to the NWA personally. Yeah, but what do we I think? I think they have a lot. Like I said, I don't want these guys to just go to AEW. Like they can do, you know, say what what Drew McIntyre did. Just do the rounds of the indie scene. You know, just go around, build up cred, just win. Yeah. You know, and on the indie scene, like that'll be great for a lot of these guys' careers because a lot of them will go to AEW and they won't really have as much of an impact yeah. as they think they will. Like just because mm-hmm. you're going to a new company doesn't automatically mean you're going to be the big guy. Like they're still going to be mid tier, you know. So it'd be great to see them go around the indie scene, build up some momentum. People like Zack Ryder, I think I heard that a couple of days ago he was applying to get the trademark for. Remember the internet championship that he had? Yes. Yeah. Oh my I, gosh. I'm not sure if he did, but I'm pretty sure I heard that he was looking to. Yeah, I saw that. that. So he could take that around, which is just really cool. I mean, AEW. Like, I don't, I don't even. Want, right now, I'm not sure I even want EC3 to go to AEW, purely because don't. AEW have they have MJF. Like EC3 is yes. a great deal, but they have and what all... EC3 is with MJF. And EC3, if he went back to Impact, there'd be a lot. Of yes, fun. literally, win the world literally. Title. Feud with I loved him. It'd be brilliant. I, like EC3 I was. was sure, I just realised. Boom. Oh, fresh, <laughs> fresh. Call me wrestling. Show. And I'm, um, but what 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 have we what are we saying about um, Heath Slater and AEW? Then, have you seen that? Well, yeah, that was that was a weird one. So there was a tweet that came out. There was a tweet saying that I think it was from Cult- I think it was an article from Cultaholic saying that AEW are not looking to sign Heath Slater, and he he quoted it. Asking Cody Rhodes and saying, I know you're a new company where I think I have the tweet here. Yeah, he said, damn, no, nope on Heath, question mark. I know you got a new business, but that was a bad decision at Cody Rhodes. So he's just what it was, was calling them Cody was interviewed. Cody was interviewed and they asked him about Heath Slater. And I think they said they're not interested in signing him, which personally, I think Heath Slater isn't needed in AEW. I love Heath. Yeah. But, you know, there isn't... I feel like there's already so many people in AEW now, like, top-tier guys that he's, like... He'd be very suited in, like I said, NWA or Impact, reunite him with Rhino, because Rhino's in Impact. I mean, there's a lot. Ooh, Heath Slater cool. can do a lot. But what's really going to happen with Heath is he's, he's going to get really buff, return to WWE in three years, and oh. win the WWE title, and complete the 3MB trilogy. The three, but yes, yes, that is what we need. Just doing it. The three MB prophecy, and then they're just gonna all do the same thing. They're just gonna get super jacked. I like, I love three MB when they were about. They were so funny. Oh, the clip, right? This, the, my fa- my favorite memory of Freeman Band was the live interview where they thought it wasn't live. And have you seen? Have you seen that clip? I remember it briefly. Yeah. So, so what happens is they're being they're being interviewed and and they're partying and they're doing what they're doing. And they mess up and they just sort of like stand there and go, can we, can we just do that? Yeah, all right, we'll go again. And he goes into it and she's like, yeah, that's live. And they're like, they just stand there for a good like five, ten minutes and slowly like walk out of shot. Oh, it's brilliant. So, it's so my stupid. Favorite, but My favourite 3MB moment was the WLC match. <laughs> a match that oh, had no business yes. being as good as it was. Yeah, it was no so good. It had no business being good, and it, it was it insane. They did some good stuff. They provided a lot of comedy. It was just so, like, it was one like Drew McIntyre was a job, and in that match, he did like a diving senton through a table, just out of nowhere. Like he's never done that before. <laughs> and then like Jinder Mahal and all the guys took like bumps, like five ladders and five tables, and yeah, it, it was, was the craziest match of all time. Well, the thing is about AEW is now that everyone has been released from WWE, I don't just want everyone to assume, oh yeah, this person will be good in AEW, because there is a life outside of WWE and a life outside of AEW. Like, there's there is so much more for these people, and a lot of them are just going to get yeah. absolutely buried as soon as they make their debut. They'll have a pay per view match, and that'll be it. We'll never see them again. Whereas on the indies, they can just 
they're so much more free to do whatever they want, really. And there are wrestlers who are just better suited to the indies and not in a major company like AEW, I think. Yeah. The indies just works for them when they could do better for themselves on the indies rather than going to AEW, I feel like. Yeah, definitely, because there's so many guys on that roster who are, or sorry, of, of the people who are released who would go to AEW and they still wouldn't be the big guy. They'd still be the small guy. They'd still be yeah. mid-card. They'd still be low-tier. So it is just a lot better for them to do what like a McIntyre did, just go around, do the rounds of the indies, build up a lot of momentum, just win everywhere. it do so much more for a lot of these careers. Yeah. There are a couple I'd like to see in AEW. Like, I think Rusev should go there. Oh, yeah. I think Ryder should go there. Uh, I'm trying to think who else was released. Um, I think Diona Perazzo should go there, the women's wrestler. Yeah. She should go to AEW, help the women's, help the women's division. Yeah. Uh, who else was even released? Man? The Revival. I forgot. Oh, yeah, The Revival, of course. Yeah, that's a given. Um, I think Drake Maverick and EC3, like I said, should go to Impact if they first before yeah. going to AEW, if they are going to go there. I would love to see Maverick head back to the UK. Like, he's from, he's he's a British boy, right? And he's he's very, very successful, right? And the shows that he puts on, like, there's so many clips on Twitter of him at Progress and the crowd absolutely love him. Everyone loves, uh, like, Maverick. And we are all sort of hoping he, he does keep his role in the WWE. But I'm, I'm still trying to figure yeah. this thing out with him in the NXT tournament. Like, what, what is happening with that? You know what I mean? Like, it, it doesn't make like, sense. Is that a work? Because if this is not a work and he's just going to go on to lose the tournament, that is, like, exploitation at its finest. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's... The, They've taken advantage of the fact that a man's lost his job for a storyline. Like it's yeah, that's a yikes if it's a work. But something that has been really, really weird in WWE is that recently they've cut Roman Reigns out of all of the promo stuff. Like yeah. it, it's like yeah. Thanos has snapped, right? And he and he's gone. There was no recognition of of Roman Reigns before um, the COVID issues. Do you not think that's really weird? They didn't yeah. even come up with a storyline reason for when Braun replaced him. They just announced on SmackDown a new graphic. Oh, yeah, it's Braun versus Goldberg. And they didn't come up with any new reasoning or anything. They just said, it's Braun versus Goldberg yeah. now. Yeah, it was very weird. Uh, did, didn't, they do, didn't they do a similar thing whenever the Hardys came back at Mania 33 and then uh, Matt left? And then Jeff got like injured or something. He was coming back, and they were announcing that Jeff was coming back, but they didn't. They were like, "Remember when Jeff came back at Mania?" But they didn't include Matt in any of the footage. No, I'm pretty sure they included they included Matt in the footage because Matt was tweeting about how he was on Raw or something like that. Or people (laughs) were saying, "Oh, broken Matt, broken Matt Hardy was on Raw." (laughs) I think this was after he left. Either way, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so they're doing this sort of similar thing with Roman where. They're just sort of cutting him out of everything. But it's weird because it's not as if he's left the company. You know, it's not as if he just said, screw this, I'm leaving. He physically cannot do it because he's risking his life because yeah. his immune system is compromised yeah. because he had leukemia. So I don't see... Personally, I think there might be something going on behind the scenes because it doesn't seem realistic that it's just because he wouldn't perform because... He, he had leukemia. Said it. I he think probably there must be something. He pissed Vince McMahon off. That's what he's done. Fuck you, Vince McMahon. I'm Roman Reigns. I, I carry this if company. He has, if he has like heat or whatever for missing the shows, I think maybe it's just WWE not acknowledging him right now, trying to get him off the fans' minds, so that when he does return, it's like a bigger thing. I think that's a big. Just, you, you can just you can just hear the invisible crowds in your mind going yeah, going yeah. mental. <laughs> yeah, but like, I get that, and I understand that. Like, from a storyline perspective, it's better to just kind of not mention him because if you do mention him, you're kind of teasing the fact that like, and fans start to think he may be coming back. I understand that. I understand that they don't want to tease the fans, but going so far as to cut him out of something, like what they did was with the they showed a clip of Rollins cashing in his money in the bank at Mania, and they just like yeah. fully cut him out. That's a bit weird because 
it's obviously very deliberate because he was obviously a big part of that matchup. So I don't see. I understand getting him off our minds, but going so far as to cut him out very deliberately out of this stuff seems like there might be something a little bit more to it. Uh, it's an interesting topic, really, because um, it's like a bit of a weird moment because nothing's really happening at the moment with a lot of people in in the whole business, really. And I think someone who's got a really sort of good example of, of keeping on the game of despite being absent and you're not being able to wrestle on the indie scene, Joe Hendry, he is destroying Twitter right now with these videos he's making. He's like making uh, remixes of like classic songs and he's, he's just sort of like making sure people know he's there, who he is. And I think that's something that a lot of wrestlers can, can still sort of follow. Um, Doing doing something like that, I, th- I think it's brilliant, and I think he's absolutely nailed that on the head. Problem with WWE yeah. when it comes to that is that WWE have proven with Zack Ryder that no matter how popular you get from doing things on social media, they aren't going to push you. Zack Ryder yeah. is living proof of that. <laughs> he got he so so over by himself to the point where when The Rock was doing a promo, people were chanting, "We want Ryder." That no one oh. gets that over. No, no one gets that over. And he did it all by himself. It was oh so natural. God. It was just by him. I will never forgive them for that, that storyline yeah. with Kane. I will never forgive them for that. Oh, I hate that. He was getting so over and they just go, well, we didn't want you to go over, so you're going over the stage <laughs> in a wheelchair. And They have him lose the title to Jack Swagger. John Cena steals his girl. He gets beaten up by Kane oh. every single week and pushed off the stage and... He wasn't the same after that. Like he was. They hated him that much that they made <laughs> Cena the bad guy by taking. <laughs> what? How can you piss them off that much? But I think something that I think we, something that we wanted to sort of talk about was the rise of NXT really because NXT is the future of of the business really of of WWE. All the stars who we know today on the stage have came from NXT. And I think feel like we can't we can't not talk about how far NXT has come on the podcast. So do you boys sort of want, want to say anything about it? Because it's been a bit yeah, mad. Yeah, do you want to announce this new weekly segment we're doing? I, I feel like Sean should. I feel like this was something that his yeah, genius idea. So yeah, so I just had the idea that we're going to try and get a weekly uh, a weekly segment going on each podcast where we can kind of pick an era or maybe a year pick a company any, a year any company so right now we're doing NXT sort of 2012-ish when it started and we're just you know in future we can kind of do TNA maybe 08 Tom were you mentioning yeah I had a couple ideas I had a couple ideas I was thinking like uh, one of the, the mid 2000s eras of TNA Maybe yeah. like a Ring yeah. of Honor era when they had like Punk and Joe in there. Like that would be fun to research. Yeah, so we're but just I had a, lot, kinda, I a couple of ideas. Yeah, so we're just going to kind of pick a company and an era or a year or just anything like that. Just a time period in a company where they were doing really well. And we're just going to kind of discuss what made the, that company so good at that time. The best stars, the best champions, the best storylines. Uh, yeah. So that's just... and. The best part is that we need your help with it. We need the audience. Yes, there we go. Let let us know what company. uh, Again, it can be a major company. It can be an indie company, maybe. You know, anything smaller. We're just sort of looking for anything, any time period, really, where you think this company did really well. Yes, definitely. Definitely. In the comments to the YouTube videos, on Twitter, get at us. Let us know what, what company and what area you think we should cover. Yeah. Brilliant. And fucking nailed that, Sean. Champion. Yes. Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. Sorry. Also, Sorry. if everyone could not be basic and say the Attitude Era, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> a good thing to say. That's a really good thing to say. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> like, there was this really good time in WDB around 97. I think you should look at it. Very, very Yeah, there's this one oh, era. Okay, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's called the Monday Night War. Yeah, oh, thing, don't guys. get me it started. It. It, was, like, it was good. Um, do you boys want to quickly shout out how people can get involved with us? So, um, Twitter. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, whatever. Get, get at us. Get the plug. Uh, right, I'll start. So, on Twitter, I'm at Sean Cowher7. 
that's no one will understand that because of the accent. S E A N C A R R A G H E R seven all one oh, word. It is R, Sean. It's not R. Ah. Sorry. <laughs> Brilliant. Fergus. Fergus. Yeah. Sharn. Sharn. <laughs> Wait, at that's you can get any... Twitter, at Topson Wrestling for me. There we go. And at Fergus Ali, wherever, whenever. Right, boys. So. Rise of NXT, one of my favourite time periods. Um, I don't know where should we start. Do we want to start at the game show? That sort of that sort of thing that that, that uh, had nothing maybe we from go it. FCW start there. Well, yes. At one point yes. in time, NXT and FCW were separate things. FCW was a developmental territory, whereas NXT uh, was the sh- was, was the, the show game. that came in yes. as a game show to replace ECW, which was on TV at the time on a Tuesday. That's true. My apologies. Yeah. That's all good though. But NXT, the original NXT, was very different to how we see it today. Um, it was a game show, like I said. Season one had the likes of Daniel Bryan, uh, Ryback, Wade Barrett, Justin Gabriel, David Otunga, these random names, who all of which are gone now, from what I know, except for Daniel oh, Bryan. Oh, then Daniel Bryan, yeah. Yeah. Pretty and Daniel Bryan came last on that show. Oh, te- he was, it was 0 and 10. I remember that because yeah, I, yeah. I I absolutely loved his he reign on that show. Match. The rivalry he had with the Miz was amazing, yeah. amazing. That's where his feud with the Miz started. Did, but yeah. So, so I was saying yeah. It started off as a game show. I had the likes of them, and it was very weird, wasn't it, Ferg? Do you think? What did you yeah. think of the game show? I I, I liked it, but it. It was interesting, right? Because originally they had Tough Enough um, back in the day, which was the same as NXT, but it, as, as Tom said, it, it was literally just a filler show to replace uh, ECW. It's like main event, right? It's a, it's a filler show, yeah. but it's not really a show. But like, we really can't complain because it did bring us some amazing stars at that time. It did. And, yep. and I think I think the change over time and the fact they brought the Nexus like Nexus came from came from that and they were fucking amazing like right but I'm but they got squashed think, um, by Cena. Loads of people came in from it. I mean, there was uh, obviously Curtis Axel was there. Bray Wyatt came from it. Titus O'Neil, uh, yeah. Caval was there. He was low key. Byron was Sexton, uh, AJ Lee, of course, might be one of the biggest stars to come from NXT. Yes, uh, Naomi, definitely. Caitlin. Um, Not, yeah, Fandango, uh, EC3. Was that when he was Alex? Uh, Alex was Derek Sh- Bateman. Derek Bateman, that's it. Derek Who Bateman, was Alex? Yeah. Alex Shelby. Was he one of them? Alex Am I just Sh- making that oh, shit up? Alex Shelby. I don't think there was an Alex Shelby. Oh shit! Okay, might, I think that's my. You might be my... thinking of former TNA X Division champion and World Tag Champion Alex Shelley, but I don't know. Oh, Alex Shelley. That's that's I mean, the geese. He, that's, he that's wasn't it. on NXT. He was never on NXT. <laughs> I know, I know. I was, well, he was I on NXT mi- once recently with teaming with Kushida, but that's unrelated. Uh, but yeah, this game show went on until season five, where season five basically never ended. It got to the point where it was the final three, <laughs> but no one got eliminated. It was just going on for weeks as a normal third brand. And it got to the point where that got cancelled, and I believe replaced with like main event or something. And FCW, which was an actual developmental territory, became NXT a proper brand with a TV show, uh, pay-per-views, titles, whatever. I was actually watching the first episode of FCW today, uh, the first ever episode broadcast in 2008. You guys want me to run down the card on this show? Yes, please do, please do. So we opened with TJ Wilson. Who do you think TJ Wilson is, guys? Take a guess. Oh, who the hell is TJ Wilson? TJ Wilson... Could not tell you. Is it, is oh, it TJ? Yes, I'm not sure. Is it TJ Perkins' like, brother or something? <laughs> it is Tyson Kidd. Oh my. Jeez. He is one on one against the Canadian bad boy, Sean Spears. No way. Yeah. Sean Spears oh. was in developmental for a very long time, and he used the name Sean Spears Shit. in FCW before coming to AEW. Damn. What? Oh, that's mad. Do you remember the segment where Shawn Michaels super kicked Stan? 
backstage. Mm-hmm. So see, I just kicked yeah. Stan. That's Sean Spears. Stan was Sean Spears. Oh, damn. Yeah. Christ. Uh, and so I think the next match was, if I remember correctly, it was, oh, who was it? It was Jay Bradley, Kizani, and Alicia Fox up against Brie Bella, Colt Cabana, and Jay Bradley. Oh, no, not Jay Bradley. Uh, Ricky Ortiz. Oh, shit. Yes. Then, Alicia Fox. There? What happened to Alicia Fox? Yeah. She she got um, released, didn't she? Ages I she ago. Did. I was trying to think. She was, what was the other match? She was, was amazing. Match. It was actually quite good. I watched on the show. Uh, but what I know is that the main event was it was um, Jake Hager defending the FCW title against Heath Slater. Damn. Oh, who was champion? Oh, uh, Jake Hager. He, who won that? Was it Slater? Please say it was I, I, Slater. I didn't see that match. I only got up to that match and didn't watch it. Oh, oh. Interesting, interesting. And obviously, um, where did... Oh, no, I was thinking... I was going to say uh, John Cena and Brock Lesnar came from there, but they ended up coming from uh, OVW, Florida. OVW, that's yeah. the one, Ohio Valley Wrestling. That is weird. There was... FC, uh, FCW at that time is just... It's just a list. It's just a laundry list of future stars. Yeah. Yeah. It's and what I, I remember, one of the first, obviously the first pay-per-view we, us three, watched together was uh, the Elimination Chamber, yeah, which I was probably one of the shittest pay-per-views we could have watched together, really. Oh, other, than yeah. the, other than like, other than the tag match, it was dog shite. Yeah, right? and live more. Um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... Straight after, it was the FCW yeah. uh, documentary they did. So um, awesome. I, the only thing I w- wanted to see was the how they... W- yes, the and yeah, Bray Wyatt... Well, Husky Harris, his promos. Oh, my God. Also, they I've, were so good. I've just figured out what the other match on the card was for this first episode, which you guys are going to love. Right, Nick tell us Nemeth. more, Dad. You guys have any idea who that is? Nick Nemeth. Oh, I do. That's Nick Nemeth. Oh, that's gonna annoy me. I feel like I do know it. I definitely do know it. Dolph Ziggler. That's oh. it. Up against that, is that, that's his real name, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he is one on one against Greg Jackson. Any idea who that is? You probably won't. Greg Jackson. I don't think I know Greg Jackson. Oh, uh, yeah, fair enough. But that <laughs> so it's, guy it's the ja- is... It's Matt and Nick's uh, third brother. <laughs> that is Matt Nick. the current AEW wrestler, Trent, of the best friends. Oh, oh, yeah, shit. He would beat Trent Verretta in WWE. He was part of the Dude Busters, a very obscure tag team. But anyway, um, we, I've rambled on with SW. Let's talk about NXT 2012, shall we? Yes, we should. We should. We should. So yeah, basically, Who would like that to start? season on, of Tom. NXT, the fifth one, where there's no winner, went to shit, FCW collided with NXT, made an actual show. Boom. That's just it, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was great because, obviously, around that time, there was a lot. It became its own main thing. And the first the first NXT champion was uh, Rollins I believe it was and I actually have a oh I, I did have a tab I had a tab of the tournament that he won um, to win the title uh, so it uh, was, was it, it did it had Richie Steamboat defeat Leo Kruger in the first match Leo Kruger would be on to come Adam Rose of course Jinder Mahal defeated yeah. Bo Dallas Seth Rollins defeated Drew McIntyre and Michael McGillicott defeated Justin Gabriel then Jinder Mahal defeated Richie in the semi-finals. Seth defeated Michael McGillicott in the semi-finals. And in the final, it was Jinder Mahal and Seth Rollins, which Seth Rollins won to become the first ever NXT champion. A very fitting first NXT champion, I think. Yeah, yeah he sort of... It's weird with Seth Rollins, right? Because he's had a full reign in WWE, right? He's been there for nearly, like, 10 years, right? And... um. Rollins is obviously he's a Grand Slam champion and he was the first ever NXT yeah. champion. I think the development um, Rollins has had throughout his his career is unbelievable, right? And we've yeah. no, I've I've known like I've been watching wrestling 
not as long as, as a lot of people, but I've always just known Seth to be there. And it will be weird when eventually he's gone because it's yeah, like it's like John Cena, right? You know what I mean? He's he's always been there. Um but anyway, I just want to move on to um the first ever NXT pay-per-view. Um, which was NXT Arrival. Uh, So this was uh, in February 2014, right? So it was was a very, very good, very good card. And we saw the first ever... Just, it was at the, was that the show where it was Sami Zayn and Cesaro? Uh, Yes, it was, yeah. yeah. That was an unbelievable match. So it had, the main event was the first ever NXT ladder match, uh, which took place with... uh, Neville and Bo Dallas oh, yeah, becoming the match. first yeah, ever and sorry Neville uh, Neville took the championship from uh, Dallas, Dallas yeah. who Dallas took it from Big E who Big E took it from Rollins yeah. so there's been there's been a bit of like a chain of um of of sort of a sort of like champions in NXT and it's weird because the first pay-per-view for NXT didn't come until we had like the fourth champion of, of the brand yeah and that was that was uh was that the night that that Paige won the NXT champion for the uh, first time she retained no. it against Emma from what I'm looking at the yeah. results but I think the reason this was the first pay-per-view was because this was just after the network had launched from what I know right yeah yeah, then, yeah. but looking at this card I mean you have Mojo Rawley defeated CJ Parker. Of course, CJ Parker is Juice Robinson in New Japan. Hold up, hold up. Oh. The Ascension faced Too Cool? What? Yeah. Well, oh, Grand, they no. faced Grandmaster Wait, Sexy and Scotty really? Too Hotty at his pay per view and retained their titles. What? what? That is so oh, random. <laughs> I don't know, what, I don't know what's, what's more weird. The fact we're seeing that the Ascension winning. Or too cool. Anyway, too cool. <laughs> that's all kinds of weird. Yeah, like I said, Paige versus Emma, uh, Cesaro, Sami Zayn opened in a twenty-three minute match, and that was an amazing match. I remember that. Tyler Breeze and Xavier Woods ended in a no contest after thirty seconds. Um, okay, and then Neville defeated Dallas. What? But yeah, some really interesting names there. There is, yeah. Very weird. As I said, it's just. Every time you watch anything old from NXT, it is just a list of this guy is going to be the big dog. Not yes. the big dog, not yeah. Reigns, although Reigns was in NXT. This is going to be the big guy in WWE in a couple of years. They have a great, great success rate. They really do. You can't knock it. I mean, what really put NXT on the map was um, when The Shield debuted in 2012 in oh. Survivor Series oh. uh, they debuted while they de- when they debuted Seth Rollins was still the NXT champion when they debuted uh, originally oh, The shit, Shield yeah. was going to be was. from what I know The Shield originally was going to be Seth Rollins Dean Ambrose and Cassius Ono originally but they changed what? it to Roman oh. it was changed to Roman Reigns could you imagine like the world like that because yeah, imagine Cassius Ono is fucking amazing right and and he he he's tearing it up still, right? On the uh, he he did so much work on the independent scene. Cassius Ono Cassius did, Sona was also and released. that's I'd like to see in AEW. Yeah, Cassius Sona was released as well. I remember. Yeah, was he? Yeah, because he he, 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 he was on NXT anything. UK. He wasn't announced, I don't think, but he was moved to the alumni section. Oh, sick! Back, he changed his Twitter app back to Chris Hero. Oh yeah, because Chris Chris Hero he did so much work. Oh, he was unreal for a lot of indie companies Kings back in the day. Um, yeah, but what what? Imagine if if Roman Reigns were, wasn't oh, yeah. the god of WWE today. Everything would be so today. different right now. If Chris Hero stayed um, the, the member of um. The it's shield. like it's like the same as if if John Cena never never did that rap. He would he would yeah, be no one yeah. if 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 he didn't do his rap on TV. You know what I mean? But yeah, I think the Shield debuting was what really put them on the map because the second they came out, the first thing Michael Cole said was, "That's Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose from NXT." Like that's the I'm first thing he that. said. He made sure to mention they're from NXT, yeah. and that really helped put NXT on the map. And uh, actually, yeah, uh, we were talking about the game show a second ago. I'm looking at the Wikipedia here. Apparently, in May and June 2017. WWE published an article and this is showing a cancelled season of NXT and who was meant to be on it 
Yeah. I'm looking at this. Who? It was meant to have. Oh, wasn't Biggie that one with Seth and Jinder? Bo Dallas. Yeah. Damien Sandow, Jinder Mahal, Hunico, Leo Kruger, Seth Rollins, and Xavier Woods. So luckily for them, they actually got put on the real sort of show, yeah. which was, which was, yeah. well, a godsend in a way for them, wasn't it? Yeah, for sure. I think I've got a question for you guys, and that is, do you prefer NXT from like 2012 to 2015, or do you prefer NXT now? Oh, See, um, I like it now that it's a fully fledged thing. Yeah, but I gotta admit, it would just be funny to just see some of that game show back. It no, no, I'm not talking about the game thing. show. I'm talking about like 2012 to 2015 compared oh, to now. Right, sorry, NXT. my apologies. Yeah, um, but when NXT, yes, the proper NXT was first starting out, like yeah, sorry. Because um, for me, I'd say 2012 to 2015, I prefer because I think. Yeah, I'd probably go the same. Honestly, I think. I'm going to have to disagree with you guys. Really? Yeah, because I feel like the the sort of like the match that stood out to me was was uh, NXT Takeover Dallas um, in 2016, which was when Nakamura debuted um, against Sami Zayn, and obviously oh, he beat him because yeah, why wouldn't on, he? Um, and that match was fucking amazing. That that was yeah, I think that's, that's the standout pay per view match. But uh, the reason why I sort of prefer it now is because when, like, if you just watch WWE, the hype there's so much more hype behind NXT than there is yeah. the main roster, and and like. I don't know why it works. I don't know if it's the small crowds that make it fucking awesome and the fact that they did war games. Can we fucking just appreciate that? Because I, I don't know. Yeah. I think the talent we've got right now is just a lot better than... I don't I, I don't even want to say it's a lot better because all that we have now is Undisputed Era. They're fucking carrying that brand. I'm sorry, For but me, they're carrying like, that brand. The reason I prefer old school NXT was because there was variety... I feel like so many of the wrestlers in NXT today are just the same flippy, high-paced, Dave Meltzer five-star match guys. Like, I think the one thing <laughs> that... The main thing that NXT today is stronger than the old NXT is the women's division. The women's division in NXT today is unreal. No doubt. Like, Rhea, now Charlotte, Io, uh, Candice LeRae, Mia Yim, Tegan, Dakota, and Bianca Belair, but I think she's in the main roster now. Like, that's an unreal roster, but for me... I would take the likes of Neville and Sami Zayn and Tyson Kidd. Like, I prefer seeing more variety oh. than seeing Gargano, Champa, Adam Cole, who to me all feel like very similar wrestlers. Very good in their own right, don't get me wrong. I enjoy yeah. their work, but they just feel too similar to me. And like, I think the tag division in NXT, well, actually, nowadays there's not, there's not too many, but I think no, it is better no, no. than obviously the Ascension and whatnot, but you know. Yeah. Definitely. I'm probably just blindsided by nostalgia, but I don't watch NXT. <laughs> I don't really watch NXT anymore. I'll tune in tonight to see Charlotte versus EO and maybe Scarlet Bordeaux and Killer Cross debut, but that's pretty much it. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, Sean? I'd, probably say the same. I'd probably say the same as Tom, really. I don't know. It's just, again, maybe it is just nostalgia because it is these guys that, like, that, that I do know now. So it is good seeing them back then. So I'd say, but yeah, as I said, there's just a lot more variety. There's more variety back and, then. There's just more. I'll let you finish. Sorry, you're finished. Yeah. My bad. Uh, yeah, I think also another reason is because I like that NXT is its own brand. I think it deserves it completely to be its own brand. But I don't know. There's just something about the fact that when it was small, you re- you know that sort of small as you said that small crowd feeling yeah i think it's just something that made it really good when like it's new and you're like what are who are these guys you know like if a guy came up in if the shield happened now they would not have the same impact as they did in uh, 13. no no right okay the undisputed era when when no when the undisputed era appeared um like look at Imperium and look at the Undisputed Era. They are they are easily the best stables in this business Who do you today, prefer? right? Who do you prefer? People. F- oh oh fuck! Imperium um, for me. Walter all the way. It's Walter's my boy. I know Walter, but it, I think it's gonna have to be Undisputed Era. 
Walter. But the sh- the undisputed era and Imperium would fucking destroy the Shield. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Whoa. I'm, I'm sorry. In a match. Whoa. I disagree, but I'm not Shield even are levels above them both. Shield are levels above them Easily. both. Easily. They are levels of them both, but I'm also saying... Shield are clear. Not just in a match. Easily. But if you put... I'm saying if you have the Shield doing what they did now, it wouldn't be as big of an impact as as their impact they made in 2012. Yeah, okay. When they first debuted. Because in 2012, they came out, and we didn't know who they were. You know, a few fans did, but, like, the majority of people didn't know who they were. That's why Michael Cole had to say, that's Seth Rollins, that's Roman Reigns, they're from NXT. So, you know, and it was this whole thing of these guys who no one really knows, they're coming up and they're just taking control of WWE. The Undisputed Era, I yeah. think you can... The Undisputed Era debuted in the main event of an NXT show. The Shield debuted in the main event of a Big Four pay-per-view with CM Punk in the main event during his hot reign. There's levels to this shit, okay? There's levels to this shit. There is yeah. <laughs> and with it, with, uh, was that a media? No, it was at Extreme Rules. So less than six, about six months they won after the titles. they debuted, they won the that US title, they were tag, tag team titles. titles and US titles. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Never Sorry, boys. Shit, Sorry. Fergus. Big dub. No dub for me and Sean. Dub for me and Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Ferguson. Right. <laughs> I think I think we're gonna have to move on from NXT. Um, and I do want to bring. There was one thing I was gonna is... say. One more thing I was gonna say. The reason I prefer okay, NXT sorry, 2012 sorry. to 2015 is because it means I can watch Neville, Sami Zayn, Finn Balor, Smojo yes, before they okay. got fucking right. ruined. Okay, yeah, that, <laughs> and that's, that's my final enough. point. That's Boom, fair move enough. On. Um, but I, I just want, we wanted to close the show on Money in the Bank because it's coming up and it's going to be pretty awesome, hopefully anyway, because both of the both of the matches are going to be taking place at the same time. So if you're not already up to date, both the men and women. Uh, the six competitors um, are going to have to climb the corporate ladder. See what I did there? Um, to the top of the tower. And there's going to be a ring conveniently placed on top of the the corporate building. And there'll be two briefcases hanging with a shit ton of ladders. Um, and the men and women are going to be fighting each other. Oh, no, they're, no, they're not. We hope anyway. Because uh, it'll be no, really we, funny. We, let's face it, um, we only hope Nia Jax. Like, definitely. <laughs> 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 oh, anyway. Um, so we just sort of wanted to. We ju- we'll just mention first that AJ Styles has been added to the match, um, which also means that Styles is obviously going to get given the briefcase, and we're not going to see anyone else being pushed really as much as it as well, much well, as like well, Alistair Black deserves a push and predict the matches before we do get to the main event. How about that? Okay. So yeah, let's we can talk about the um, if I get this the previews up. I think there's the four way tag match between, I believe it's the Lucha House Party, the Forgotten Sons, the New Day, and is it Miz and Morrison? It's Miz and Morrison, the tag yeah. titles. Who you guys got? Um, I'd like to see Forgotten Sons. Really, I think it's a good time for a new tag team to have a reign. Uh, I'm personally going to I... say New Day. But I think Forgotten Sons won't get pinned and they'll feud with the New Day after, probably, something like that. But I'll put it in New Day to retain. That makes a lot more sense, yeah. I'm thinking that they're. I'm thinking Miz and Morrison. Really? Okay. To retain. Well, they're not, yeah. they're not, they're not champions why. anymore. New Day are champions. Oh, shit, yeah, they're not even. They're not, yeah, them to them to, them to win, sorry. Yeah. Right. I'm not too much looking forward to this match. There hasn't been too much no, to build. No. Lucha House Party came yeah. out of nowhere and got tag title shots. Same as Forgotten Sons. It's whatever. But moving on, Bailey versus Tamina for the SmackDown Tag Championships. All aboard the Tamina train well, with ov- Bailey's retaining. Obviously, Bailey's going to retain. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Again, another match come out of nowhere. Uh, from what I know, um, all these matches are taking place live from the performance center, and then the main event is already being filmed from the corporate headquarters. From what I know, I'll be yeah. fucking fuming if some dickhead online spoils that match. Well, apparently, you know what I mean. Like, if someone ago, leaks so the winner, yet, but... oh, thank fuck. Oh, it will be some dickhead on the internet will do it, and I'll be very. I won't be angry. I'll anyway, be disappointed. Um, <laughs> WWE Championship: Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. This match could be great. I'm going to go with Drew oh, because he's just won the yeah, title. Drew. As much as I do love Seth Drew. right now, he's very entertaining. 
Yeah, yeah course, easily uh, Drew. I'd agree. It is, it is going to be Drew. Uh, it will definitely be. He's just won it. I think yeah, all these matches are will, fairly predictable, have... other than the Money in the Bank matches. They're fairly yeah, predictable. Yeah. Much, but, yeah. yeah, But I think you're right. I think, I think Drew and Seth have the potential to have a really good match. And I think they will have a really good match. But ultimately, it will be Drew who's going to retain. Strowman versus Wyatt for the Universal Championship. Same logic as Fiend. Drew, really. I'm going with Braun because he just won the title recently. <sighs> Yeah. I feel like maybe yeah, okay. he can win by like DQ or some, something, but I think Bron will lead yeah, the title. Yeah, that makes the most sense. Yeah. That does we make the most sense. Strong or something. Yeah, DQ, DQ it, yeah. Um, anyway, Women's Mind the Bank, we've got Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, and Asuka on the Raw side against, uh, and then Carmella, Dana, and Lacey Evans on SmackDown side. Who you guys got? I'm going to go for Lacey Evans again. I'm standing by my ground of what I wanted last week because I think we do, I think SmackDown needs a new champion, right? Raw. I'll be fu- I'll be fuming if if Shayna gets given it, right? Yes. Oscar, as you said, Tom, she'd be brilliant Oscar? with it. But Becky is a Becky's a uh, Oscar. Sorry, um, Becky is a really good champion, and I think it should be a one on one. It shouldn't be a cheat way to win, right? So I think Lacey Evans because she she's deserved the championship for a long time now. Um, but anyway. That's a that's a fair point, Fergus. That actually is a fair point, but I don't know. I just, I just can't pass it. In. I think they're just going to give it to Shayna. I don't know. I just, <sighs> I don't want her to, but I just. I know. I know. I can just picture. I just knowing WWE, I just can't see them giving her that much momentum by just crushing everyone in the chamber. Yeah. For her to go to Mania and lose to a roll up, and then that's just her done. I don't know. I'm just feeling like I just, I just, as much as I don't want it to happen, I think it will be. Will yeah. Be Again, I would be great, and I get what you're saying. I think this is the most unpredictable match. I think there's a lot of people who could win this. Like I said uh, many times, I want Asuka to win, but also, like I said many times, Liv Morgan should be winning this match, but she's not in it. Uh, but I, <laughs> yeah. I would love Asuka to win. But personally, uh, we've all predicted someone different. I'm going with Nia Jax, and the reason being. <laughs> It's because this recently it's, passed. Because no Raw. one's gonna black mass her. Uh, just this past <laughs> week on Raw, she got like taken out by Asuka and Shayna, and it's always like wrestling logic that like, whoever stands tall before the event doesn't win. Yeah, and also that's very true. there was also the announcement that this week on Raw, Becky Lynch will be confronting the winner of the Money in the Bank, which kind of implies that it's gonna be a Raw wrestler. And Asuka has already faced yeah, Becky. Shayna faced Becky last month. Nia Jax hasn't. And they have history in the past with the breaking yeah. her face. So I think Nia Jax could win. Ooh. I think she could just get that. Since she's like the biggest threat due to her being the strongest competitor, she'll get like the piss beaten out of her and then come out of the ashes to like win the match. Like that kind of thing. That's what I see happening, really. Yeah. So I'm predicting Nia. Well, that's, that's very that's fair. Good. That's well yeah. yeah. I'm probably looking way too deep into it, but I think just for the reason that this segment's been announced for Raw and the history of Nia and Becky and WWE's yeah. love for Nia, they'll give it to her. Yeah. But anyway, moving on to the men's Money in the Bank match. Uh, from the SmackDown side, we have Daniel Bryan, uh, Baron Corbin and Otis. And on the Raw side, we have Rey Mysterio, Alistair Black and the returning AJ Styles. Who have you guys got? Um, Original. Oh, sorry, you go ahead, Frank. All right. Uh, I think it's it's obviously it's gonna have to be a raw uh, raw member because Corbin's already had the briefcase and then he chatted shit and uh, he he failed his cash in. Re- realistically, I don't see Otis enough like he's Imagine. he's just yeah I know it'll be nice but <laughs> so brilliant. And then if we just look at Raw, like we've got Rey Mysterio, Alistair fucking Black, and AJ Styles. Right, Pretty these competitors are so good. Right, so originally I wanted it to be Rey Mysterio but now that AJ Styles is back from the dead um, as long as he doesn't hit a Styles Clash off the roof for 34 flaming tables then uh, Styles is obviously the, the pick for the Money in the Bank briefcase holder um, I similar train of thought originally I thought it would be Black I lost to Black because they, I feel like they've been pushing him a lot and I think I mentioned in the podcast last week but I know he's been running through a lot of like mid-tier guys, 
but he's still been running through them at an ex- at an extreme rate. And I just think I think he'd be a really good I think he'd be a really good holder. I really do. But that's what I originally thought. And then Styles got added, and now Styles is winning. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah, I'm gonna Tom? go with um. Well, originally, uh, like I said many times, I wanted Kevin Owens to be in this match, and apparently he's injured. Uh, I think him or like Samoa Joe or Bonnie Murphy would be perfect, but um, like yeah. I said, I'm, fan- I'm fantasy booking. Uh, I thought Alistair Black at first when Apollo Crews was in the match. I thought Alistair's like the star WWE had the most stock in, and he could make a really cool custom briefcase out of it, probably with his character. Oh, uh, but I yeah. don't think they'd go through all this trouble with Apollo Crews getting added, being removed, Stars returning and winning a gauntlet. I don't think they'd go through all that trouble if Stars wasn't going to win. So I'm predicting Stars. Exactly. Yeah, and I think he'll make. I think he'll make a great Money in the Bank winner. I, he's who I want to win. I think he'll. I will let him hold the briefcase for a while, tease the cashins and whatnot. Yes, and tease it, it tease it, Drew, tease it, cash on Drew. At Mania, time. down the ramp. At Mania, triple threat match. <laughs> Uh, anyway, speaking of that, um, yeah. what are your to end the show? I just want to like run over all of our favorite money in the bank moments. I put a Twitter post out earlier. Um, we've already had a response, but I want to know what's your favorites of all time money in the bank mine? moment. Can I show um, mine? Yeah, of uh, course. The fans of course. at home can't see my camera, but I'm gonna recreate it. This is a title belt. Okay. Yeah. Oh, easy. Right. The best. If you couldn't see me, I okay, was doing okay. the CM Punk blowing the kiss with the WWE title. Just the most iconic photo in history. Like the story behind that yeah, photo definitely. is unreal. It's just you know we could talk for hours with that. It would just be a social joke because that is the greatest Money in the Bank pay per view moment. Like no doubt, <laughs> definitely. It, Sean, nothing comes clear. It, nothing uh, comes close. In terms of, in terms of, I know I said um, moments, but in terms of winners. Yeah, and obviously winners is obviously tied into the moment where they won. Yeah, uh, of course. Whenever we talk about who the best cash in is, I think we all know what the answer is going to be. So Dies to the century, and, Rollins. Yeah, I'm going to go a bit left field, I'm just left for field the sake well. of it, and say that that my my favorite my favorite money the bank holder and favorite cash in was Dolph Ziggler. That's a good shout. That that's a good shout. Oh. Yeah. He okay. won it 2012. He won the SmackDown one for the world yeah. title, and it was it was, it was, it was, a, it was a good match. I remember it was a big yeah, and yeah, the night after rest, the raw after Mania, and I don't know. I just he spent a long time. Like I think the event was on in say June, and then he cashed in just after Mania, so he held it for nearly the full year. He had a lot of yeah. a lot of opportunities, a lot of teasing you know and it was never the right moment and never the right moment and he just kept going and kept going until eventually it was was the right moment this was back when like i said raw after mania was really good (laughs) (laughs) i just it was the scenes when who where who was the champion he cashed in on uh del rio was it del rio yeah the scene i think del rio had just been been battered by Jack Swagger that was it because he defended his title against Swagger at Mania beat Swagger and then was forced to defend God, it again the world title was so dead at that time Swagger versus yeah, Del Rio was a Wrestlemania match for the world title a Jesus. Wrestlemania match Jesus, Jesus. Christ Zach Coulter in his corner bloody <laughs> but yeah, that's tragic and then this the absolute scenes when Dolph came out, when his music hit and Dolph came out flagged by AJ Lee and Big E just walking so purposefully down to the ring, cashed in wins it. I just I just thought it was a really good cash yeah. in. Uh, for me uh, I think those two are probably the top two for me as well, Rollins and Ziggler okay. but there's some honourable ones that I also really enjoyed uh, Edge's, when Edge cashed in the first ever Money in the Bank holder on Cena uh, yeah. Also, I really like Daniel Bryan's cash in on the Big Show. It was the origins of the Yes chant when he won the title. He was Yes, Yes, Yes. True. After what Big about Show, um, beat himself, beat the shit of each other. But also in recent history, uh, I also I quite enjoyed Carmella as a Money in the Bank holder. I think out of the woman, she oh she was she was amazing. I think like, out she, of the woman, she, she was the best. She actually it held so it well. like, more than a day, unlike the others did. Uh, but I, I really enjoyed her as a money bank holder. Um, she teased it a few times and cashed it in on the SmackDown after Mania on Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I thought I quite enjoyed her as a holder. 
uh, and everything after that. I'm trying to think like who else in like a recent memory. Uh, Dean Ambrose, I really liked when he won it. Yes, I was going to say that was that was my favorite memory. Yeah, because uh, at the time Ambrose when was my he... favorite wrestler. He won the money in the bank. He cashed it in after Rollins beat Reigns for the title. So it meant that the Shield on the same night. On the same night, yeah. it, was, it was really cool. That, that whole, that whole event. SummerSlam was it? Did you say? It was money in the bank, twenty six. No, it was money. That was money in the bank. That was like the same night he cashed in, it's and the quick, then it's like the it quickest was, cash yes, in. I'm pretty sure Ambrose. Yeah, sorry, my mistake. Yeah, that whole night was just booked by like a circle jerk of Shield fans. Yeah, it was. Oh, bu- it, was yeah. Bu- it was booked by me Give and Sean. It to Rollins. No Reigns. No Ambrose. <laughs> But um, you know what I remember from that, that match? I, loved. I remember. I just saw it interrupt. Remember when um, Rollins reversed the spear into a pedigree? Yes. Oh, oh there's a really good so gif good. on Twitter of that. It's brilliant. But the thing that I loved about um, Ambrose during that short time is that he, as he won it, he won the briefcase and won the title. But then the brand split happened. Yes. So that yeah, was when yes. the brand split came back, and they were like. Oh, winner takes all. It's Raw versus SmackDown. What brand's going to get the title? Yeah. And Ambrose retained. Oh, it was fucking beautiful. Beautiful. So that was my favourite Money in the Bank moment. So, like, it was a short moment, but it was the sort of aftermath of that. In recent recent history, the best. Yeah. An honour... It's been a long show. Um, an honourable mention uh, is that Carl um, tweeted out, uh, responded to me, so he does, like... He's a current, like, commentator with me at Cami, um, and then he's also, like, a ring announcer. Um, so he said CM Punk's homecoming um, at Money in the Bank yeah, was just beautiful. Like, the crowd... And I, I can't lie, that, that was absolutely insane. But we barely need to elaborate on it. It's just... Yeah, that whole storyline, yeah. that if whole you, month leading up to Money in the Bank, that storyline was must see. Like he, and if you've not seen it, just YouTube, CM Punk Homecoming, and boom, you can just feel and you'll know. You'll just get it instantly. Just when he won the title this, and his old the, the, this fire burns, his old theme song starts playing. He celebrates. The, yeah. the announcers are in shell shock. They're like, they can't believe that a guy who's leaving the company has won the title. Like. CM Punk's won it and then he exits through the crowd in his hometown Chicago kisses goodbye to Vince McMahon in the most iconic oh. photo I could go on oh, about this for days so it's just what, amazing, what an unreal amazing. unreal moment nothing stopping Del Rio's cashing was also yeah, good yeah 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 there was so much like in that tech. match like Vince trying to end it and John Cena yeah. saying no we'll see this match out the second he gets back in he gets yeah. GTS and loses like it's I think yeah. that was oh. that was a good bit because I think it was really. I think they got it really lucky that his that Punk's contract ran out at Money in the Bank, not at like the Royal Rumble yeah. or Night of Champions. Because they mixed in real life storylines with it. Like this was half shoot, exactly, half work. Because definitely, because you if if Vince McMahon is ever in this position where he could lose his prized possession, you just know that he's always gonna have something else up his sleeve. So the fact that he could just come out and be like, uh, get, get me Del Rio, get me Alberto, get me Alberto right here. Yeah. And, you know, think, all right, I've got a, I've got an ace in the hole. You're not leaving, Punk. I, I'm two steps ahead of you. He just kicks me in the face. Roundhouse is in. Oh. And it's like, well, I'm leaving so it. So satisfying. But obviously, uh, everything that happened so afterwards good. was a bit fucked up. I mean, you had Ray winning the title, losing it the same night. Then CM Punk returning after only two weeks, which was way too soon. Yeah. And then Kevin Nash got involved and Del Rio cashed in and CM Punk just started looting. I'm still questioning as to why in the good <sighs> and holy fuck Kevin Nash was a Apparently they were planning Punk and Kevin Nash, but then Kevin Nash did the physical. They were like, oh yeah, you're not capable of doing a main event title match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you they had that. Broken. CM Punk just lost matches. He lost to Triple H, lost to Miz and Truth. Lost to Del Rio and Cena at Hell in a Cell, Jeez. and then finally won it at Survivor Series. Held it for a year. Yeah. The rest is history. Punk all the way. Anyway, um, it will be very interesting to see what happens this Sunday. Um, if we are going to see a, an unsuspected winner, because obviously Baron Corbin once won won the briefcase, so anything can really happen at Money in the Bank, and that's why it's such a good pay per view. And especially, and especially now we've got inside. Especially, I'm very excited yeah, to see what they can definitely. do. Like, definitely, definitely. There's some good many stuff things they can and do. I would, with who I, can win? I mean, I think everyone in there is a potential winner in the women's match. I mean, exactly. Tom yeah, definitely. The first two-time two-time winner, Dana Brooke. She's new to the roster. 
or Lacey because of uh, Lacey or the other four because of what we said already, pretty much. I think yeah, um, and also, it will be. Yeah. Also, the fact that the Money in the Bank match is happening after the women's title match, so yes. whoever wins it for the women can't cash we'll it in. We'll finally have a champ. That's hold that's not going to be the same They'll fucking night. Oh my god! <laughs> They'll hold it from. We'll be counting the amount of time they held it in not hours. <laughs> yeah, they cash it in on social media, on Twitter, nice. and like win the title the same night. Brilliant. <laughs> But um, obviously, as, as we said, um, let us know uh, what your thoughts are for the weekend, what we're going to see, who do you think it is going to be, be sure to get involved with this all. Um, and do you think we are going to see Shayna Baszler hit with a Stars Clash off the roof or maybe a Black Mask to Nia Jax? Or even is, is, is Lacey detail. Evans going to give a right hook, to, uh, a woman's right to, um, to fucking... Uh, what's his name? Rey Mysterio. Yeah, Knock Carmella him out. One punch wonder. The shit out of Rey Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, have you boys enjoyed today's podcast? I love Money in the Bank. I do. Uh, I Money think in it's the brilliant. Bank is to me, it's a big four page view. I think it's at this point, it's more important than Survivor Series because this Money in the Bank is Definitely. the potential for a new star to be made every year. Exactly. And the past couple of years, they've really fucked it up by having Lesnar and Strowman win. And Less as much as these uh, obviously Bailey's cash in and Alexa Bliss's cash ins were fine, but they were already stars. This is the year they need to finally, yeah. especially with the women's side, I think they can finally make someone. But again, I don't see it happening. And especially, but I think it opens up a lot of possibilities with stars winning and whoever wins the women's match. I think there's going to be positivity es- moving forward, no matter who wins. Definitely, especially having the um, the no crowd thing. That that's something that people can just go crazy on social media and you can see and feel more on social media than you can in an arena because everyone's opinion matter matters online. So, as you've said, it's going to be mad to see what happens. Uh, really. It's also still not being confirmed whether or not the Money in the Bank match is cinematic or not. So it's going to be interesting to see whether it's cinematic or not. But either way, I think it'll be fun. Oh, there we go. It's chaos and carnage and throwing each other into oh, so com- just computers and shit. Like, I can't wait. Before it actually happens... Quick shout out to all the camera guys who are going to have their work <laughs> out for them come Sunday. They will be. They will need to be on top form to keep up with yes. what's going to be happening. Yeah, it's going to be mad. Um, but anyway, uh, we just want to say a big thank you to everyone who's actually made it this far. Uh, hope you have enjoyed the second episode uh, of Shoots and Jobbers. I've I've fucking enjoyed this, lads. Yeah, I'm enjoying the series a lot more. And really I have a lot of fun. I think we did, I think we're doing really well. Yeah. I'm excited to see what happens next. Um, yeah, is you, do you boys want to add anything? Uh, what um, let us know no, just companies and gears you want us to talk about, like we said with this new segment we're doing. Uh, just let us know what you want to see. Like We want to make this for the viewers as well and involve you guys as much as possible. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, as for me, same thing. Let us know the era you want us to talk about, any other kind of... Just really like hit us up with the news. Just as as this week goes on, when you hear about something that happens in the industry and you want us to talk about it, get out. Yeah, as long as it's not the Monday Night War. I'm not talking about the Monday Night fucking War. I'm talking about the TNA <laughs> Monday Night War that went lasted two months. But no, I'm not talking about the actual Monday Night War. It's coming to death. <laughs> I think that is the perfect way to end it. Uh, no talking about Monday Night Wars or absolutely anything to do with Monday Night Wars. Uh, but thank you all very much for listening, watching today's show. Um, yeah, I'm out. I'm, out. I'm, I'm going to... Follow me I'm on Twitter, to Top Wrestling. Wrestling. Subscribe to Top Wrestling on YouTube. Check out the channel on YouTube. Shoot some job words for the highlights and whatnot. Blah, blah, blah. Rada, rada, rada. See you all later. Like yeah, everything, bye. follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, do it all. Uh, do it. Social media things. Hit the dab, boys, and that's us out. All aboard the Tamina train.